Genesis 45. Then Joseph couldn't control himself before all those who stood before him, and he cried, Cause every man to go out from me. There stood no man with him while Joseph made himself known to his brothers. He wept aloud. The Egyptians heard, and the house of Pharaoh heard. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Does my father still live? His brothers couldn't answer him, for they were terrified at his presence. Joseph said to his brothers, Come near to me, please. They came near. He said, I am Joseph, your brother, who sold you into Egypt. Now don't be grieved, nor angry with yourselves, that you sold me here, for God sent you here to preserve life. For these two years has the famine been in the land, and there are yet five years in which there will be neither ploughing nor harvest. God sent me before you to preserve you a remnant in the earth and to save you alive by great deliverance. So now it wasn't you who sent me here, but God, and he has made me a father to Pharaoh, lord of all his house and ruler over the land of all Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father and tell him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me the lord of all Egypt. Come down to me, don't wait. You shall dwell in the land of Goshen and you'll be near to me. You, your children, your children's children, your flocks, your herds, and all that you have, there I will nourish you, for there are yet five years of famine, lest you come to poverty, you and your household, and all that you have. Behold, your eyes see, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin, that it is my mouth that speaks to you. You shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt, and of all that you have seen. You shall hurry and bring my father down here, he fell on his brother Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept on his neck. He kissed all of his brothers and wept on them. After that, his brothers talked with him. The report of it was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, Joseph's brothers have come. It pleased Pharaoh well and his servants. Pharaoh said to Joseph, tell your brothers, do this, load your animals and go, travel to the land of Canaan. Take your father and your households and come to me and I will give you the good of the land of Egypt and you will eat the fat of the land. Now you are commanded, do this. Take wagons out of the land of Egypt for your little ones and your wives and bring your father and come. Also, don't concern yourselves about your belongings for the good of all the land of Egypt is yours. The sons of Israel did so. Joseph gave them wagons according to the commandment of Pharaoh and gave them provision for their way. To all of them, he gave each man changes of clothing. But to Benjamin, he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of clothing. To his father, he sent after this manner 10 donkeys laden with the good things of Egypt and 10 she-asses laden with grain and bread and provision for his father by the way. So he sent his brothers away and they departed. He said to them, see that you don't quarrel on the way. <laughs> then he went up out of Egypt and came into the land of Canaan to Jacob, their father. They told him saying, Joseph is still alive and he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. His heart fainted, he didn't believe them. They told him all the words of Joseph, which he had said to them. And when he saw the wagons which Joseph had sent to carry him, 
the spirit of Jacob their father revived. <laughs> Israel said, it is enough. Joseph, my son is alive. I will go and see him before I die. Uh, this is an interesting chapter, like all of these chapters in Genesis. And uh, I, I think it's so interesting how right at the beginning, Joseph, you know, he can't control his feelings and, you know, he's been controlling them so far. And finally he says, it's me, it's Joseph. And it just says, all the brothers were terrified. <laughs> uh, <it's> just, <laughs> just can't imagine a, a more dramatic, you know, uh, it's like when you watch a movie, you know, and in the final, minute suddenly it's just completely different to what you thought the whole movie was going to be like you know that final turning of the tables at the end it's like ah this guy that's been <laughs> this guy that's been doing the mean things to us is the guy that we sold into slavery oh no <laughs> they were terrified so you know because their natural reaction would be now we are doomed we're done for but no <laughs> joseph had finally gotten through the test and in the last chapter, chapter 44, we, we talked about how the family had changed. And Joseph had seen it. He had seen that they were different. That even though they knew Benjamin was the favourite, that they still cared. You know, their hearts were different. Their hearts had become bigger. And even in this chapter, Joseph gives to Benjamin 300 silver coins and five changes of clothing. And he only gives to the other brothers one change of clothing. But there's no, like resentment, or at least there's none mentioned, that they seem okay with it. And um, something's different. And Joseph has recognized it. So he now knows he can reveal himself and he does, of course, they're terrified. But they soon are reassured. And Joseph, when he loads them up with all the good things of Egypt to send them back to their father, that must have really encouraged them because he wasn't confining them, keeping them in prison. He was sending them back with a lot of wealth and Jacob, of course, didn't believe it, but when he saw all the wealth, he believed it. And verse 24 is one of the funniest verses in the whole Bible, I think. Joseph says to his brothers, don't argue along the way. <laughs> and it's just, it's one of those things where you can see a family dynamic right there. You know, we, took, we have it in our own families when we, we say to our kids not to argue and they do, and then the kids say things to each other that they've heard their parents say, you know, don't argue. And here, Joseph having a little dig at his brothers, I think it's just a funny little insight into family life. And Jacob at the very end of this chapter is revived. You know, he hears the news of jo Joseph, doesn't believe it immediately, but he does believe it eventually. And he's revived, his spirit is revived. He has energy suddenly enter into his body and he says, let me go to, to Egypt. I am going to see my son. <laughs> And it's at the very end of his life. Now, I think he might have 13 more years of life left, something like that. But he's elderly. He's gone his whole life facing problem after problem after problem. His life's been difficult, full of suffering and pain. And right at the very end of his life, the blessing comes. <laughs> the good thing happens that he's been waiting for. And um, I'm, I, I'm just... I think there's something we can learn about that. Sometimes we get promises from the Lord, but we have to go through a lot. And it's only right at the very end that we see the Lord come through. And other times it's 
it's, it comes through not for us, but for our kids, for our grandkids. And so we have to trust the Lord no matter how much pain and suffering we do have to go through. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to trust the Lord and keep your eye on him regardless? Father, I ask you to bless and give grace to us as we do what Jacob did. And we keep our eyes on you and trust you, even if it means right to the very end of our lives. Amen.